If you really want to walk in God's prosperity, you're going to have to take a step of faith. Why don't we give our opening golden text, amen? My favorite from the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. I can say this as Paul said. And I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, but I came declaring unto you the testimony of God. For you see, I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. So let me just pause right there. This is who I am. I am a young lady raised in the country by beautiful parents that had five boys, four girls. I was the seventh child. We had a path, not a bath. We were thankful we had a roof over our mouth, over our head. We were thankful that we had food. So then this handsome redhead came along and I fell in love with him and I married him. And then our life was started in a beautiful country setting in a mobile home. We then were introduced to the full gospel. I'm telling you what this little girl here believes. I might be 75 years old, but I'm telling you inside, I feel like I'm 16 because the greater one resides within me and he's the one that puts me over. I'm not going to apologize because the anointing to preach is upon me. I may just skim the surface today and not give you an in-depth teaching, but one thing I do know, you can catch the spirit of faith if you want to. Or you can sit on the sideline and just be a cheerleader and not really experience the joy of being in the game and getting the skin in the game to where you win in life knowing John 10, 10 is real. But 1 John 4, 4 is greater and outshines John 10, 10. Greater is he that is within us than he that is within the earth. It doesn't matter what he throws at you. The word is forever settled. God said, my word, Psalms 89, 34, my covenant, I will not alter. Don't split hairs on, is there an old covenant and there's not a new covenant. It's what's covenant? It's a signed, sealed agreement forever settled by God himself. And we are covenant people. We belong in the family of God. He wants us to live according to his word. That is forever settled. He is not a man that he will lie. Titus 1, 2, Hebrews, there's other passages. He won't lie. He's never lied. It's mankind that lies and cheats and steals and deceives. And he's constantly bombarding the believer to try to diminish what we know is truth in the word of God. So what did God minister to me about this season? He said, it's the season for giving. Prosperity is just as real as the new birth. It all came in the same package. This season is about giving. I delivered to you last week nine truths, nine laws of true prosperity. Can you even tell me what the first law was? 
put God first. I have the reality of what true prosperity is. It is putting God first in every aspect, even your billfold, your checking account, your savings account. Let me say up front, the church don't need your money. This message is not being taught because we're endeavoring. Hello out there, you young ones that don't yet know the revelation that we have of the word of God. God's not trying to take something from you. God, through this servant's trying to get increase to you. He gave up his riches in glory. Why? He gave up his riches in glory that we what? He became poor that we what? I marvel. I marvel at what we've experienced this year in this body. But I marvel more that I'm here at the end of this year. And God is my witness. He's shown himself stronger than any year in my life. It didn't look like it. It didn't look like it, did it, sister? It looked like it was the year from hell. Yo, yeah, hell tried to get involved. Hell will try to get involved in your life as a believer. So when somebody tries to tell you, oh, the spirit-filled life, tongues is not for today, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna do? How are you gonna act? Are you gonna say, too late, too late. Let me take you to the word of God. Let me take you to the book of Acts. Let me take you and show you John eight thirty two. The truth that you know will set you free. Amen. James says, don't just be a here. James 1, 22, be a what? Let the Holy Ghost direct you. So I believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I believe in speaking in tongues. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I believe that healing is for today. The Word is forever settled. The Word changes not. You can't let somebody else's experience dictate what truth is. You can run with it. You can shout with them if it lines up with the Word. If it doesn't line up for the Word, you better put it aside and step away from it. I believe in prosperity. So last week, I was telling you about our journey of prosperity. Started with the Word. Started with Kenneth Hagin. I've often asked myself, why were we privileged to have not just a relationship, but the fellowship with that man of God that we did? God had a purpose. So Kenneth Hagin apparently saw something. He saw an anointing. He saw a call. We got closer and closer and closer to where we traveled together. We stayed in their home. He shared his personal experiences of prosperity. I never even knew he thought about certain things or had a lifestyle in certain avenues and paths. I was so thankful that he loved me enough to share that with me. I wasn't in a position to do anything about it at the time, so I shelved it. I didn't trash it, I shelved it. I listened to what he said. I listened to who he said, make a connection, submit yourself. 
learn from these people. And I did. When we couldn't afford it. When we didn't have the money to do it. We trusted the man of God. Remember Genesis, the beginning of Genesis? I'm going to send one that's going to bruise your head. That was truth. How long did it take it to come to, to pass? Come on, you're a historian. How many? Come on, how many? What is it? Is that one? Two? Wouldn't you think 1,000 years would be long enough to wait? How about two? How about three? Four. 4,000 years. But did it come to pass? It did come to pass. Genesis, I'm going to send one to bruise your head. He came. When he came, he came in the fullness to deliver and redeem us back in our rightful place with our Father God. Oh, what a happy day. But to the world, to the enemy, it looked like he won, didn't it? Come on, church. Think about Calvary. Oh, they thought they won, but it wasn't even but a very short time that they realized, oh my, what have we done? What have we done? How does this relate to prosperity? In Genesis chapter one, that same word from God himself was fulfilled. Jesus came. He came in a form and in a manner that man didn't want to accept that. Man didn't want to acknowledge. It was such a silly plan. How could those Pharisees and Sadducees and all that had the intellect, how could they believe that that, that that was, that in a manger was God's plan? He didn't come in with their way of the right look. Come on, church. Think about this. Get this in your spirit. To where you can discern the world from God's way. The supernatural from the natural. Listen church. If you really want to walk in God's prosperity. You're going to have to take a step of faith. You're going to have to number one believe that word. He gave up his riches in glory. And he became poor that you be rich. It's not just about your spiritual application. It's man is a spirit. He has a soul and he has a body. It might take you a while. Just like Genesis to Jesus' birth. Just like Jesus' birth till he was 33 and his death and crucifixion. Guess where he is right now? He's seated at the right hand of the Father. Make an intercession for every person in here. He's saying, Father, she's telling them the truth. May they have ears to hear. May they have a heart to receive. May they have a will to be a doer of the word. I came here so excited still this morning. This is, 
If you don't get anything, write this down. It is the season of giving. God's vision imparted to your heart is supposed to be greater than you in your natural ability can do. You ought to write that down. Your giving should be greater than your natural ability can do. But that doesn't mean you don't do nothing. You got to start somewhere. First thing you ought to give this year is the word of God. The truth. I don't care where you go. Give somebody the truth. The Holy Ghost had already said to me, this is the season for giving. And let me say it where you can't miss it. He knows what's coming. It's an opportunity for God to get involved in your finances. I'm endeavoring with all of my heart to get you to a place that you don't have to think about prosperity, that you're living prosperity. 